Hi, my name's Rob Pine. I am the champion of the underdog. Thank you for coming to my new podcast, which you will hear regularly. I'll be talking to my friends, Anthony Mick, and anyone else who listens about all this shit that is going down. Welcome, comrades. It's uh, great to have you back, my eco-socialist colleagues from around the world, wherever you may be. Um, This reading is really uh, quite insightful, this progressive reading of the week. It's from Counterpunch. It's entitled Earth Abuse and the Next Pandemic. Uh, It was published on the 21st of April by Stan Cox. Uh, And where else but in Counterpunch? So here we go. Humanity's transgression of ecological limits has caused widespread damage, including a climate emergency, catastrophic loss of biodiversity, and extensive degradation of soils around the world. Earth abuse is also at the root of the COVID-19 pandemic and the grim likelihood that new pathogens will continue to emerge from other animal species to infect humans. Cultivation, deforestation, mining, livestock grazing and other activities degrade and destroy wildlife habitat, leaving animals no choice but to move closer to humans, potentially bringing pathogens along with them. Suburban suburban sprawl and tourism, especially ecotourism, also bring humans and wildlife closer together. Hunting involves the most intimate contact with wild animals. Indeed, the prevailing hypothesis is that the hunting of horseshoe bats probably kicked off the chain of events that led to the current coronavirus pandemic. Humans have lived with domestic animals for millennia, and our bodies may have learned how to deal with the pathogens passed back and forth. But when ecosystems are disturbed or encroached upon, novel zoonotic viruses can move from wildlife into domestic animals and from there into humans. There is strong circumstantial evidence that the 1918-19 influenza pandemic, which killed more than 675,000 Americans and as many as 50 million worldwide, began with the flu virus jumping from swine into humans in Haskell County, Kansas, moving on to what is now Fort Riley with new army recruits and from there reaching the battlefields of World War I. The horrific wildfires that were ignited across Southeast Asia for land clearing in 1997-98 combined with the regional drought killed off many fruit-bearing trees in the forests of Malaysia. Fleeing the dead forests, fruit bats found sustenance in domestic orchards, bringing with them the Nipper virus. Swine being raised within the orchards became infected through the bats' virus-laden droppings and passed the virus on to the people who handled them. Nipper brings high mortality among both hogs and human population, killing approximately 50% of the people it infects. We saw during the past year that once the new coronavirus gained a foothold in our species, the modern human propensity for long-distance travel quickly turned local outbreaks into a pandemic. Air conditioning, another technology with severe climate effects, 
was also implicated in COVID-19 outbreaks. Summertime, a season in which respiratory viruses typically wane, instead saw dramatic infection peaks throughout the Sun Belt as people escaped the heat and gathered in tightly enclosed air-conditioned spaces. Vacation cruises, which should have been banned decades ago, given their exploitation of workers and heavy effect on the oceans and atmosphere, hosted some of the worst early outbreaks. The industrial meat industry, despoiler of soils and water, prolific emitter of greenhouse gases, also turned out to be an official an efficient viral incubator. In some cases, greenhouse warming itself creates conditions for spreading zoonotic infection. In East and North Africa, for example, droughts have become more frequent and intense thanks to climate change. Many pastoralists have responded by replacing their cattle herds with camels, which, famously, can survive for long stretches of time without access to water. As a result, much larger numbers of camels are now in close contact with humans in the region. Worryingly, the coronavirus that causes Middle East Respiratory Syndrome is circulating in dromedary camel populations in several countries in the region. MERS, originated in bats, has become endemic in camels and then over the past decade has repeatedly made the jump from camels into humans. It does not spread as readily from person to person as the COVID-19 virus, but it is orders of magnitude more deadly. Of approximately 2,500 people who have been affected by the MERS virus since 2012, one-third have died. As droughts worsen, farmers and herders take their camels on increasingly long journeys in search of forage. Trips often extend for days and, without fuel for fire building, the herders often must sleep close to the camels for warmth. For want of fire and water, they also may sustain themselves by drinking the camel's milk raw. All of this increases the risk of virus transmission. We may wriggle out from under the COVID-19 pandemic by year's end, but we won't be in the clear. It is likely that we will continue to encounter novel coronaviruses. Never before the year 2000 were coronaviruses known to emerge from bats into human populations and cause highly lethal disease in humans. In the two decades since, however, there have been three such events involving SARS-CoV-1, which caused the 2002 to 2004 Severe Acute Respiratory Syndrome, SARS pandemic, MERS, COVE, which causes MERS, and SARS-CoV-2, the cause of COVID-19. In a 2020 article in the journal Cell, David Morins and Anthony Fucci, yes, that Dr. Fauci, wrote that as we continue disrupting the ecosphere, pathogens are finding their way into human populations with increasing frequency. The COVID-19 pandemic is yet another reminder added to the rapidly growing archive of historical reminders that in a human-dominated world, 
in which our human activities represent aggressive, damaging, and unbalanced interactions with nature, we will increasingly provoke new diseases, emergences. We remain at risk for the foreseeable future. COVID-19 is among the most vivid wake-up call in over a century. It should force us to think in earnest and collectively about living in more thoughtful and creative harmony with nature, even as we plan for nature's inevitable and always unexpected surprises. Our encroachment on the ecosphere has opened a Pandora's box. In addition to the viruses causing SARS, MERS and COVID-19, some of the other bat coronaviruses studied so far all have the necessary pathogenic tools for attacking humans, and they have been shown to infect and sicken laboratory mice. According to a paper authored by a national group of 10 researchers in the field, there are enormous, enormous groups of bat coronaviruses distributed globally, and many, like SARS-CoV-2, are functionally pre-adapted to infecting humans. That pre-adaption may be related to similarities among bats, minks, cats, humans, and some other mammalian species in our lung cell membranes' susceptibility to the entry of this group of viruses. There's more. Since 2017, another coronavirus emerging like the COVID-19 like COVID SARS viruses from horseshoe bats has been triggering deadly outbreaks amongst piglets in China. In the laboratory, the new bug appears to have the genetic potential to infect human airway and intestinal cells. Three different coronaviruses that cause severe disease in cattle, horses and swine are closely related to another virus that has long been causing the common cold in humans. These livestock viruses may acquire, through genetic exchange, the ability to infect us. Scientists are becoming increasingly concerned about the propensity of different coronavirus strains to engage, engage in recombination, that is, to swap blocks of genetic code with one another. Reportedly, the code for shaping the spike protein that allows the virus to enter host cells is especially prone to recombination, raising concerns that code for versions of the spike that can serve as keys for opening human cells to infection could pass from human pathogens like the COVID-19 or common cold viruses into livestock viruses. The latter might thereby acquire the ability to infect the people who work around them. In researchers' words, coronaviruses can change rapidly, drastically and unpredictably via recombination with both known and unknown lineages. The 10 scientists who warned that coronaviruses are functionally pre-adapted to the human body further stressed that their data reaffirm what has long been obvious, that future coronavirus transmissions into humans are not only possible, but likely. Scientists knew this years ago and raised appropriate alarm. 
our prolonged deafness now exacts a tragic price. What's good for the ecosphere is good for human health, and we are not helpless victims. Escaping ecological catastrophe and reducing the frequency of pandemics that may be lurking in the decades ahead is well within our capability, but it will require assiduous respect for ecological limits and great restraint in our interactions with nature. That article was published in the, by the Land Institute's Land Report, and Stan Cox, the author, is also the author of The Green New Deal and Beyond, Ending the Climate Emergency While We Still Can, by City Lights in May of 2020, and one of the editors of Green Social Thought, where this piece first ran. Now, I would like to think that we were smart enough to uh, heed that wake-up call. Uh, unfortunately, um, the rampant nature of capitalism um, is to uh, consume everything and destroy everything it comes in contact with. So um, we're li relying on you, comrades, to spread the word that uh, only by showing restraint and uh, protecting the natural world can we, in fact, protect ourselves from more and more of these deadly viruses. Okay, comrades, well, thank you very much for your time today. I hope you enjoyed that reading. I, I went through a few before choosing that one. I thought it was particularly pertinent. So I look forward to staying in touch and talking to you all again next week. Thank you and bye for now.